talking away I don't know what I'm just say I'll say it anyway Today's another day to find you shying away I'll be coming for your love okay Hello, Florian. This is Catherine, your absentee chef, Florian. And I'm Jasper, the spooky ghost that haunts your bathroom. That explains a lot. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're in here not because we're going to do season five, though we will one day. Uh, (laughs) It's just this year has been really intense. Um, Awful. Yeah, uh, it's because we just learned the passing of uh, the costume head designer and genius Magali Kuidachi. No, I still didn't. I cannot say it. I I, I, I practiced it for like an hour. Um, uh, Magali Kudashi. Uh, she was the head designer and genius behind all of the costume of the show, and it's kind of the first person that passed away since the show ended and she had a big influence in a lot of us uh jasper included so that's why i reached to them and i say okay we need to do a tribute to their work because i don't think the show would have been what it is without her absolutely not and i i will say uh anyone who's who's listened to this podcast before has probably maybe heard me talk a little about the costumes i definitely don't ramble or anything (laughs) but uh i i am i'm sad because like this is a this is a episode i've i've wanted to do but not this way (laughs) not in those conditions yeah yeah you we reached to you people and asked if you wanted to share your uh, memory words what magali meant to you and some of you have, and we want to thank you for that. And we're going to read some of it in the air and react to it. And we're going to try to do a top five, our, our favorite uh, costume of all the show. What is funny is my I have a top ten. So we together need to do a top five. Uh, I will say I, I, I've been working on this for, for days and my whole life. Um, but I feel but... that uh, this, this can be like a good starter into talking about the costume and after... If you want to talk about more, we can. Um, yeah. Um, I was going to say, I've got my uh, top four, but throughout this podcast, I'm still thinking of my number one favorite. Yeah, I still haven't either. I think uh, what we're going to do is just <laughs> okay. uh, put some on the on the document. I have a Google Doc and then decide the rank. Um, but first, let's talk about Magali. Uh, she was an amazing artist. She... Uh, one of my favorite story of hers about the magician is that she found a lizard Elliot jacket season one and she bought it and she didn't know why, but she wanted to use it. And the fact that she had this kind of vision of this fits Elliot, but I don't know how, but it's Elliot. I think it's the kind of designer that she was. And I, I feel like anyone who's done uh, costumes or cosplay or anything has had that moment where you're in like a thrift store or something and you pick something up and you're like, this is good for something, but I don't know what yet. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and yeah, and the fact that she was able to say so much with just clothes, I don't think um, 
I don't think there's a lot of show that we like the only thing uh, show I can think about that like people were talking about the clothes were like clueless and pretty little liar and gossip girls yeah. you know those those kind of show but not something sci-fi like that no and and not only that but it's such an expansive show of different worlds because you've got you've got bright bills which is its own eclectic costuming i have a thing written down about it but then you've got fillery and then you've got all of the different uh like stages of fillery that fillery yeah. goes through um so uh, before we start uh, talking about all the costumes and everything, let's read. Uh, I have uh, one, two, three, four um, people that reached to us and uh, wrote to us, and we want to thank them. Uh, first is, uh, I'm sorry I'm going to butcher your name, by the way. If I do, just send me a Twitter, an email, something, and I will correct it next Cancel episode. Cancel cat. <laughs> um, Candace Krepsky in on Facebook said um, her design made the show, which I couldn't say more about it. Like it's just yes, Margot is not Margot without her costume. It it really round helped to round out the character so much, and it it gave a new depth. I. And I know that um, Summer had said that she understood Margot through her costuming. I have a, a quote from the show that I think okay. speaks to the Go costuming ahead. of the show, which is from season four, episode two. And it's Etta, uh, Dean Fogg's tailor, mm-hmm. who said that the bespoke suits, the hand-sewn shirts, it's an armor to keep the world away, a disguise so no one can see what a truly loving heart you have. And that, that feels very in line with the costume designs of the magicians, with how Elliot has this 1920s, I read the gate, Great Gatsby and took away the wrong message costume. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, for, uh, uh, and the fact, I think, I feel it's Magali saying that. And that is yeah. Magali, you know, like. Uh... <laughs> That's how I felt. Like, even looking at the Etta character with her accessories and all of that, I'm like. That's that's Magali. Should have been Magali. We yeah. love the other actress. Don't don't get us wrong. <laughs> um, Elliot Mitchell uh, on Facebook also um, wrote us a long paragraph, but I'm gonna condense what he said. He said Magali encouraged me to make Elliot cosplay and prop, even share a few design secrets with me, such as zipper, modern fastener, were that were almost used on on all Florian clothes. This stuff was custom made for the show. After seeing what piece I had selected to let me keep, uh, oh yeah, yeah uh, um, Elliot got some of the prop uh, costume from the show, and he reached to Magali to say, "Do you want any?" Because her name tag was on the thing, and say, and he says, uh, after seeing what piece I had selected to keep, uh, she she selected to let me keep them, and said, "I'm glad you have these." though, because I know how much you care. It makes me happy to see you have them. I don't know if she know her influence on all of us and the cast and the crew, but she's the reason I got back into costuming and prop creation for my cosplay. She will be missed for sure. She's always such a kind person to reach out and talk to any of the fans who had questions. 
Yes, especially about the costume, the Filarian costume and design. Like, uh, it's not the first time I heard that she had, like, she told uh, one of the cosplayers how to do hidden zippers. And I was like, who does that? Like, the fact that, like, she, she didn't see us, the fan, as just, like, an annoyance of her job, but just, and- like... Like, I've met me. I know I'm annoying. I had so many questions. I always liked how she, she would respond to my questions, because I think I fucked up. No. Because when I first met her, I'm like, hey, you're you're a dancer who got injured and went into costume design. I'm a dancer who got injured and wants to go into costume design. I have some questions. And she would always respond, like, I would ask, you know, why is Katie's main color green or something? She's like, well, I want to hear your theory on it. Uh, you explain it to me. I'm like, shit. What? That's what I love because a lot of people see costuming as something and not something that people sit down and think about. And maybe some of the, some series is like that, like how you wear a jean and a t-shirt, but for the magician, everything that was on screen was taught and had a meaning. <laughs> Every single, and oh my god, going through this, um, there's actually something I noticed about the costuming that I had not seen before. Um, Penny, in season one, he has a green, like, jade necklace Mm -hmm. up until uh, Breakbill South, and then he doesn't wear any jewelry, and after he and Katie break up, he wears that lava stone necklace, Hmm. signifying his ending relationship with Katie. Huh. Ah. Because their their jewelry uh, complemented each other. It was a connection. And I hadn't fucking noticed that, and that blew my goddamn mind. (laughs) Um, Let's go with uh, uh, Sierra Bose. She sent us an amazing email uh, when she saw that we were um, doing this. beautiful. And um, basically, she, uh, uh, like I said, I'm not going to read everything because it's long and it's beautiful, but I'm go- I highlighted <laughs> uh, moments. Um, the magician opened my eyes to a life that I wanted so badly to live. At the time, I had taken some time off from my artistic side as school weighted me down with work. Once I finished the magician, I had all this artistic idea come flowing and I couldn't have done without the story of the characters. The characters also were written and they felt real. Almost like I had a bond with them, and when I was watching the show, also uh, following, I also planned on following my dream of becoming an artist and creating world as extravagant and well thought as Magali did with the magician. Oh, and I, I find it touching that uh, I think it happened to a lot of us that we kind of had put our artistic life on hold, and the magician kind of gave us this uh, place where we could explode. Um, and the fact that Magali is part of it. I, I think, yeah, I, I have to agree with that because I feel like everyone I've met through The Magician was, um, how do I put this, not where people are, are going to think I'm insulting them, uh, the weird kid in school? Yeah, we're you Quentins. Know, we were, we're all Quentin. <laughs> I pretend to be a Marina. I'm no, 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 Quentin. you're all Quentins. And I feel like, like, you know, once we we became adults, we did lose some of like 
the magic that we had when we were kids. And I yeah. think seeing the magicians and seeing this beautiful whole world just brought to life in front of us, it, it inspired a lot of us. And yeah, and everything was thought, like, like I said, like everything to the like socks and reward was thought of. So it made, and I agree with Sierra saying the it made the, the the world feel real. Yeah, I feel I could go through a bush and end up into break bills, you know. Yeah. Um, still waiting for that. Still, still waiting. But it it really did, and I think the costuming was such just like a huge part of character design and world design. Because, like, I have, I have a thing about break bills, how the costumes, the background costumes, show us how, what an eclectic variety of, like, personalities go to break bills. Yeah. We've, we've got, and when Elliot's giving his tour, we've, we've got people who look like they stepped out of Forever 21 catalog. Uh hippies who just rolled in from the the Volkswagen van festival uh cyber goths about to go to a rave yep. it's also I have my Magali Magali <laughs> fabric over here that I've been holding um and I want to finish with Rebecca Servin another email uh, she knew Magali, they live close, and they end up working together. And uh, she says, Origami uh, sewing, salsa, her Rottweiler cicadas all remind me of her. She was a genius and was able to bring out the genius in everyone that she worked with. Oh. So uh, those were words from fan, and believe um, me, a lot more was said online. <laughs> I just got on Twitter a message from Karen she I, I sent her a message I'm like hey we're recording if you wanted to send something in <laughs> and she just sent me a, a message and I have not read it oh so, so that's kind of fun um let's hope let's let's hope it's not filthy dirty oh well <laughs> that's what editing is for um let me get a drink because I don't have anything highlighted <laughs> we're all seeing it for the first time together uh, Karen says, so I've been trying to figure out how to word this for days. Magalie was always so nice to me when we wrote each other. She encouraged me to be myself and grow. She reminded me to take care of myself and to remember that I wasn't alone and I could ask for help. I remember talking to her about decorating for Christmas and about doing the elf on a shelf for Emmett, that Karen's son, uh, and how much she loved elves, dwarves, and trolls. She was the one who went searching for pediatric cardiologists when my kid's dad was in the hospital, and we found out he had a heart condition that was hereditary, so I could get them checked. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Um, more than just costumes. Uh, I remember making her laugh when I sent a video of the Christmas tree in my town last year because she could hear my friend Jordan talking about my bud in the background. She was already always ready to talk about anything and was so sweet and kind and just this magical person. I'll miss getting to write to her and I'll never forget her. My heart goes out to everyone who's been touched by her and her family and friends. Yeah. Oh, that, that got me all choked up. 
Yeah, everyone ignore my voice cracking. I think that's uh, something that I've read a lot from people that knew her, like closely. How a positive influence she was. Yeah, and like you said, not only on costume, on other people's life. Um. Yeah. Um, I I have one thing to say that I've learned from this whole experience, and. I, I kind of want to share because I want to remember it too. Be annoying. Um, because I, I'm looking back, I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish I'd, I'd ask her this and this, and I wish I'd talked to her about this and that and whatever. Um, but there, there were a lot of times I was like, oh, I'm, I'm being annoying, I'm obnoxious, I'm too eager. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're being annoying or obnoxious, then they won't respond, whatever. But don't decide you're annoying for someone else. Just be annoying and ask the questions and go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like past couple of years we've we've all had a lot of tremendous loss in our lives and mm-hmm. it's been a rough time yeah and um i think we're gonna do the costume and the rating on another separate podcast let's just have this one for magali um i think so too there's not much left to say but thank you magali and we are sending our love and hard to anyone that was near her and is affected by her passing away because that's just a life that uh, flickered but will never be forgotten. I, I didn't realize how inspired I was by her and her, her words and just everything about her until saying that she'd passed yeah it's like you don't know what you got until they're gone yeah you're allowed and... to cry jasper it's okay. <laughs> I... oh i've been crying um but then my nose will get stuffy <laughs> yeah that's the only reason <laughs> so if i sound nasally I- i'm definitely not crying <laughs> i'm tough and badass and... yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I I will say it reignited because I remember telling her I want to do a character study of the magicians through the costumes and study their character art through the character arc and their growth and their emotional uh, state through the costume, through the series. And she was like, that sounds really intriguing and I would love to read it and see your thoughts and see how they line up with what I was trying to do and, and all of that. And I didn't do it. It's okay. You can still do it. I am (laughs) because I feel like she will haunt me otherwise. Uh, but yeah, I think that we're going to do a, a quick podcast here, a uh, quick episode. Just thank you, Magali. And um, yeah, 
there's nothing really. How do we close that kind of podcast? You know. Even though Magali has passed, that is still there. That inspiration, that light, all of that is still there. And take that and use it. And one day, maybe you can give it to someone else who needs it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.